Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Merry Christmas to you and welcome into another edition of Infection Podcast. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on X at Nicholas M. Craig or check out our website, infectionpodcast.com. Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Brian with an eye, Aldridge. What's going on? And not too much. Merry Christmas to you as well. And it's my wife and I's anniversary today. It shows you my dedication. Oh, that was what a but, what an idiot. <laughs> hey, she told me she told me to. I was like, hey, I can take it off or do it do some other time, whatever. Um, got a good one. You know, we're gonna do something tonight, so we'll we'll be good. Uh, if you want to find me, get me at Brian Aldridge on Gab Getter Truth Social, all the other ones, or at Boise Computer on X, which is uh used to be the hot new thing. I heard that they have twenty three percent, I think, um more traffic year over year from last year this time. When everybody was saying that they were going to be dead and done, you know, Elon Musk was dr- driving it into the ground. Of course. Ruining it. I'm looking right. at this. I'm not going to do it because I'm cheap, but this um, Grok, G-R-O-K, their AI yeah, assistant, their AI. it's too damn expensive. It's 16 bucks a month uh, or $11 a month if you do the yearly <laughs> subscription, but it's $200 a year. It's a, it's a lot. Do you get anything... Don't you get something if you're a subscriber, though, like it'll analyze posts or something like that? I thought for people that know. were... I've got the th- original integration. premium one, the verified one that you paid like 100 bucks for, and that was fine. Um, but I don't know. Some of this other stuff is just it's just too much. So that's... Yeah, that. I, yeah I, uh, I heard... Yeah, I, I heard that there's some ways like maybe they don't give you access to do your own prompts or whatever, but I, I thought that they said that there's a little button next to people with premium to where it'll analyze the post and give more information about oh, that's pretty cool. the threat. Yeah. So that's kind of the use I see for it is kind of the, cause right now AI in every other space is very biased and I'm sure this will have some sort of bias. It seems like Musk's real intention is to try to not make things as unbiased as possible through community notes. I mean, a lot of people can say, oh, I don't like community notes. Well, you just don't like that they're going to give you a very blunt answer to something without without your personal feelings uh, because people will say something and then community notes have to be approved by people, a, a whole bunch of people of different opinions, let's say political opinions, whatever else, before it gets uh, put on the system. So we'll see if he does the same thing with Grok. It seems like it, it does pretty well from the samples I've seen. Yeah, so we'll see on that. Um, All right, some uh, pretty big news. Google, a.k.a. Alphabet, lost a uh, massive lawsuit. um, And uh, this is in regards to antitrust and the uh, Mm -hmm. the Google Play Store, which pretty remarkable as, you know, you look at the Google ecosystem. Now, again, not this is just the app store, but you look at the ecosystem, you can sideload apps, you can customize your device way more and do way more things than you can on an Apple product, yet uh, Alphabet loses its antitrust uh, suit here with uh, Epic Games over Google Play. What uh, what are we learning from this? Well, there's going to be a, a, a settlement here, which is supposedly $700 million that some of it will go. There's actually different stages to the settlement. Um but what it's going to do, first of all, is it's going to allow people to, uh, or people creating apps, to offer other options for, for paying for the uh, paying for products, whether it's things in game, things like that. 
Um, that's been something that's kind of been a no-no across all these different app stores up to this point. And so that, I think right away, you'll notice them offering other billing options, maybe that don't have as high of fees, because that's one thing that Android has had in the past is for certain countries, there's really high exchange rates. And sometimes places will either be paying a lot more or a lot less for things based on those exchange rates. And so if you're at a place with a really high exchange rate, you could say, well, let's offer our own payment system that doesn't have the 30% tax and has something that doesn't lose so much money. Because if you have a really bad exchange rate, where's that money go? You know, it, it doesn't go to Google. Oh, I assume they're not pocketing it and coming no, up with no. a more efficient way. But, you know, it's kind of just money thrown in the air and lost. So uh, I think that's going to be one of the big things uh, for this. Also, um, let me find there's, but before there's you... different time periods, seven years. There's things that are seven years. There's things that are five years that they have to do. They kind of broke it up. Before you go, <coughs> excuse me, before you, um, <coughs> geez, Louise, before you go any further with that, um, the whole app store thing is interesting. Now, obviously, yeah. charging 30% and some of the um, practices, I guess we'll call them, and policies that these various companies take are not great. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they are providing a service for free. Right. Yeah. You're not paying for the app store. They're paying for the hosting. They're paying for the downs. Very similar to Steam. Now, I'm not saying that gives them the the right to, um, you know, gorge the 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 these companies. But I mean, there is something to that. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know where that factors into it. And the, the thing that's so odd about Google is Fortnite has been on Google this entire time. Because the fact that you yep. can download the APK and sideload it. And that hasn't yep. been an issue. And there's many apps. There's whole Amazon sell or, or sells. Amazon offers the Amazon app store that comes on their fire devices that you can install, at least used to be able to, on any Google phone. It's a completely separate app marketplace. And there's dozens of, mm-hmm. of separate app marketplaces that exist on the Google ecosystem. So the whole thing to me is just a little weird. Again, they lost this battle against Apple but won it against yeah. Google. Isn't that weird? Well, and hopefully this kind of sets precedence to where maybe they'll be able to go back and argue a little bit differently or show. You know, I don't know what they did. Did Google just not defend as well, not throw as much money into the fight? It's kind of hard to say. You know, I'd have to really compare the two to see why, why one lost and the other won. But here, first of all, one thing they're doing is it's going to be about $700 million dollars uh, is going to be coming from Google. 629 million of that is going to go to consumers who they say have overpaid for apps or in-app purchases via Google Play after taxes, lawyer fees, and so on. Hmm. 70 million of that will go to states to be used as the state AGs see fit. That'll be interesting. And then a million of that is going to be for uh, settlement administration. So, uh, you know, that's that. All those three last ones add up to that 700 million. For seven years, Google, they're going to have to enable Android to allow the installation of third-party apps on mobile devices through means other than Google Play. So they're going to have to continue doing that, right? They, they can't all of a sudden now that this happens say we're disabling sideloading. So they're required to keep that open for seven years. Um, for five years, 
they're required to let developers offer an alternate in-app billing system next to Google Play. And they're, um, they're calling it user choice billing. So this is going to be them allowing them to use their own payment systems, which will get rid of that 30% tax, you know, because they're not doing a tax on, they can't, they're not, ta they're allowing you to go somewhere else, do a payment and have the funds go directly to the creator. Um, for five years, Google won't make developers offer their best prices to customers who pick Google Play and Google Play billing. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't remember that being something that they've said, but I guess, you know, maybe they, they required people to give their best prices through the Google Play store. Um, I, I don't know. I, or if that's something they're worried about them changing that. I, I don't remember that being a, a rule. For four years... Google won't make developers ship titles on Google Play at the same time as other stores and will feature uh, and with feature parity. So pretty much just saying Google can't require things. For five years, Google won't make companies exclusively put Google Play on a phone or its home screen. Um, it's like this kind of reminds me of the old uh, browser wars. And, and oh, yes. What they ended up doing with Microsoft. Antifrost is the same thing. Sued Microsoft yeah, for antitrust over yep. IE. Yep. <clears throat> For four years, Google won't stop OEMs from granting installer rights to preload apps. Um, and then for five years, Google won't require its consent from an OEM preloads uh, before an OEM preloads a third-party app store. So, for instance, I use OnePlus, which is a very independent type of a phone. Mm -hmm. You know, They could put on their own app store if they wanted to on every OnePlus device and allow people to get apps directly through them. I don't, so here's good. I mean, one thing with that, that's definitely a downside is what about the long term? When I buy an app, I want to have future versions. I want it to be there in five years when I have, you know, one or two phones down the road. Uh, and it seems like all these other stores kind of go by the wayside. So I think someone's going to have to either be a really big organization that's going to be guaranteed to be there in the long term because most of these have been ones that just haven't stuck around. Maybe we'll see Amazon kind of come back with their app store at this point. Um, for four years, Google will let third-party app stores update apps with re without requiring user approval. Uh, that's so, big. Yeah, because that's something, a third-party app, there are limitations to what an app can do for security. They don't want sure. an app kind of taking over your phone and doing all these different things, so they lock it down. But if it's a third-party app store, you do want it to, in the in the background ram randomly or on a schedule, be updating your apps. So you don't have to, every time you go run things, to go check, goes there an update to this app. So, um, so that, they're going to be unlocking, I assume, features to allow those specific types of apps to do more. Um, for four years, Google will let sideloaded apps stores use its APIs and feature splits to help install apps. So using the same type of technology in the background that the, the play store uses to do these things. Mm, that's, okay. I mean, that, that to me kind of seems if you're going to require them to do things like why, I don't know if I agree with saying, well, and you have to let them use your stuff to do it. Like if you want to create your whole thing on the side, you support that 100%, right? That's what I'm right? saying. Like, so, that, so now Google's on the hook for this? Now Google has to supply them an API and, and features to be able to do the work that this is allowing them to do with their own apps. That would be I, that, like... That I'm not, not as big fan of. That would be like 
epic the epic market the epic store there being something requiring steam to do the download host the cdn functionality for the epic games store mm-hmm. right why yeah. why would they want why why would google why would be that be a requirement that? yeah <laughs> that's kind of odd so for five years google will turn its two side loading scare screens as, as they they call them in this into a single user prompt which will read the equivalent of this agreed upon language your phone's currently your phone currently isn't configured to install apps from this source granting this source permission to install apps could place your phone and data at risk that's what it'll say rather than having you know two different screens that pop up trying to prevent you from sideloading something um, for five years google will let, let user choice billing participating developers um, let their users know about better pricing elsewhere and complete transactions using the developer's existing web-based billing solution in an embedded web view within its app. So if there's a, if they can offer you a better price, uh, one game that I play is Raid Shadow Legends. Not they a sponsor. A, not a sponsor. I mean, if they want to kick us some money, they can throw a little teaser up here in the corner if you want. Um, but if you... Uh, it, with that one, they if you use the PC version, so they encourage you to go and use the PC client to run the game, because then they can offer you these different deals for you know because that's it's definitely kind of a pay to win game. You know you can toss a lot of money at that game. Sure. Um, but they they'll say, hey, we'll give you a special deal if you go through the client PC client and go through our store rather than using your your phone store. Um, this will allow them to not you know, they can offer the same deal inside of the app now and not try to encourage you to go to some other application. Um, and then for six years, Google will continue to allow developers to use contact information obtained outside the app or in-app with user consent to communicate with users out of app. Um, so no restrictions on that. For six years, Google will let consumption-only apps like Netflix, which doesn't let you pay on device, Tell users about better prices elsewhere without linking to an outside website. Example, available on our website for $9.99. And then here's the last one. For six years, Google shall not prohibit developers from disclosing to users any service or other fees associated with the Google Play or Google Play's billing system. Hmm. So if they want to say, here's how much it costs you on Google Play or here's how much it costs us on Google Play versus using our own billing system, just so you know why we're either charging more on Google Play's version or you know less on our other system. So, sure. Kind of interesting how they've done that. Uh, but that's the that's pretty much the, oh, well, it's a long judgment, but those are the bullet points for this. Yeah, Ray Shadow Legends. So we got <laughs> hope, maybe a sponsor. We'll see you next week. I doubt it. We'll, I, we'll, I don't think we'll be doing Ray Shadow Legends infomercials here. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you you can do an endorsement. I mean, you, you, you use the app, so there you go. Um, I did tell okay. them, hey, I, I did say that if, if I don't get a certain character by the end of the year, which is coming up here really quick, I'm gonna I'm done playing. So I feel like you told me that maybe like four years ago. May I, yeah, there was yes, and I got that character before the end, so I continue <laughs> playing. And now right. it's like it's yeah. I said if I'm not getting this character, it's a basic character. I just I'm tired of the RNG. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully your anniversary goes well tonight. You're not spending all <laughs> sitting in your bed playing Raid Shadow Legends <laughs> with uh, Cheetos. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this though, and this is our final show of the year. Just kind of ch- chilling and hanging out tonight. Not not all that serious. Not that the show's ever overly serious. But 
you know, so Brian, I'm th- I'm coming up this I'm coming to this as as trying to make myself the general consumer here, right? Not the audience yeah. of this show, not the techies, not the not the the gamers, uh, not the people you know doing things in the Senate, but the people that yeah. are you uh, just regular. My I'm thinking of my grand my grandparents, people like that. I don't know that I want fragmentation of an app marketplace like what i what i think is possible i don't know that it will happen i don't even think it will happen but i don't want i don't know that i want there to obviously yes i'm I'm always for consumer choice i'm always for 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 freedom not i'm not talking about freedom in terms of like you know rights but for people to be able to use and do what they want on on something that they purchase but i don't know that extremely fragmenting the Google, the, the Android ecosystem with all of these app stores is necessarily a good thing. And let me tell you why. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of reasons. I do think if you get major apps that start pulling out of the store, that will hurt mm-hmm. Android, which I don't think is good. I think you want Android, for, as an iOS user, I want Android to be as strong as can be. It pushes innovation and forces Apple's hand to not sit on their ass and and take fifteen yep. years to in, to put something in place. So so I like this the strong competition. I, I benefit from that, but I think you do open the um, the door even more now to fraud on Android which we already know is an issue. So now you're going to have these mobile pop-up ads and they already exist. You know, the ones that, Oh, your phone is infected with the virus tap here and install some sketchy app. You now start adding all of these third party marketplaces. God knows what their screening mechanisms are. If there are any for the apps on their marketplace. And I think, I think it could be a serious detriment to Android. Um, Because if you, if there's a very popular app that isn't on the um the, the the Google Play Store and you have to download some third party app store to install that app. Who knows what else is on that store? I, I just I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being too cynical about it, but I, I just mm. I don't know that that's you know, if you're a techie person, you're sideloading APKs. You can get app stores. That's not an issue. The general public is not doing that. And it's probably a good thing. Like you for example, yeah. you look at Windows eleven S the version that comes on most computers now where you can't, where by default EXEs will not run. Now it's a very easy setting to turn off, but I'll tell you what, Brian is somebody that provides tech support to my family. I think it's freaking phenomenal that they can't just randomly get brought to some website and install, you know, trying to download some, uh, my, my grandfather does newsletters, download some clipart.exe and infect their computer. It's not going to allow them to do it. So there is something for the general consumer there that that that's protection and and I think yeah. that's good and I don't know what impact this will have on it if any maybe maybe it's maybe it's well, not a big deal. And looking at this the thing that I think they really should have done I mean this is this is something and as you said it kind of opens up the door to possible negatives that can happen depending on how people play the system. Sure. But I think if they would have turned around and just said, if we offer you a a version of your place account, this is for developers that are offering, uh, let's say, Epic when they when they're trying to allow people to play Fortnite on their mobile device. If they have a version where they say, "Hey, we are not going to require the Google Play Store 
host the gigabyte or whatever of the app that will have a lightweight front-end app that won't require a huge amount of bandwidth and things like that for them to turn around and offer it. And then we, once you load into the app, will be doing most of our updating on our infrastructure and our hardware. Uh, and it's just offer a version where there's caps on either, you know, the amount of bandwidth you can use, the amount of storage that um, is required for all of the files and the history, historical versions. I think if they would have turned around and just said, let's, let's make it to where there is a way to get a less than 30% fee. And it's by limiting your consumption, kind of like what they, you know, they do with, for a lot of places, even still with uh, your ISP and your internet. Exactly. Service. Exactly. Throttle. Uh, Cell throttle, phones. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people just want 100 megabits. You know, there's some people like us that want a gigabit or, you know, no, 500 I'm saying megabits. bandwidth limits. Look at your cell phone. If you don't have, I mean, a lot of people still have two, five gigabyte, gigabyte cell phone plans and you use your yep. five gigs and what do you get throttled back to? 3G speeds. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's well, a it, very That would have been a practice. better way. I think that would have been a better way to handle this. And just if if Epic wants to keep their fees low, then they'll build their client to where it's using the least amount of Google's infrastructure to keep the cost on Google down to be able to host this big store with a lot of users. Because those are the type of accounts where the 30% makes more sense when you've got it to where every user is going to be downloading multiple gigs over, you know, over a certain time span. Um, you know, it, it has a ton of users and it costs, it costs Google money to just host it. But there's other games where they're offline games. They're not very big and they're getting charged the same amount as a game that has an update almost every day or two, Sure, you know, and they're doing huge amounts of bandwidth. Just create a separation and let a company, if they want to tailor their, their application to fit into that service. And then I don't think they would have had an issue. I think they would say, hey, look, we are offering a different choice, but when people use a lot of our services and cost us a lot of money, we have to make sure that we get reimbursed for that. And I think they would have had an argument in court. But I think Google thought they were going to win. So I don't think Google tried to give at all in this. And I think that that's what ended up hurting them in the end. Hmm. I think if someone would have said, hey, you know, we're not thinking we're going to guarantee win this case, so let's come at them with something that seems very reasonable. And we lose a little, they, they, they gain a little, um, and maybe this wouldn't have gone this far, but now they're out 700 million <laughs> instead. <Yeah. clears throat> I wonder what the appeal process will look like for this. If Google tries to appeal this or, or do something else, uh, th th there's no doubt in my mind, there will be some, something else that happens in this case between now and whenever some of this stuff goes into effect. There's no doubt in my mind. And how are they going to decide who, I mean, is it everybody who's purchased or done in in app payments, like you know all these well, things for raid shadow so, legends. I did like how do I do I get a percentage back from those? Because those are big. I mean, those are thousands of dollars worth of payments that I've made through various applications over the years. Hundred and two million people. I mean, that seems like a <clears throat> that's a lot of people. Um, I mean, just like any other antitrust lawsuit, the court will set parameters for who is eligible based on dates and and things. Like Brian, you and I were part of that AMD lawsuit back probably a decade ago at, the, at, at this yeah, point. Yeah, I got a 70-something dollar check or something like yeah, that. Yeah, which remember. was cool. Yeah, it was nice. I still have it. I, I still have my AMD check. It's in a box somewhere from... from I'm in that Steam one. 
I'm in yeah, the Steam um, class sure action, and they they said, games. <laughs> yeah, they said, you know, we, we do you want to accept like a minimum of a thousand and something dollars as your settlement, or do you want us to try to argue you more? I was like, well, <laughs> see what you can do, get whatever you can get out of it, and we'll see. It's still not settled, but it'd be interesting to see if I get a thousand dollars back for my past Steam purchases. Well, hopefully you'll uh, spread the, spread the wealth around to some of your uh, co-hosts yeah. and other uh, good people in your <laughs> yeah, life. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm sure we'll hear more on this in the coming uh, months. But uh, pretty big news, not only just in our circles. I saw it on Fox today. I heard it on the, the radio this morning a couple of times yeah. during some of the n- newscasts. So uh, so pretty big stuff, again, revol- uh, here surrounding Google. Um, and now I guess Google can notch their belt and say, hey, just like Microsoft, look at this antitrust. Um, so, yep. uh, so that, so that's what's going on over there, Brian. Uh, tis the most wonderful time of the year. Let's talk about nudity. Um, <laughs> yeah. Twitch, which is uh, okay. Maybe I'm not. Uh, maybe I'm not in a uh, good position to say this. I have not been an active watch. Now, yes, this show streams on Twitch every Tuesday. That is the only time I interact with Twitch. I have I. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a live stream on Twitch. It has been years since I have actively watched something on Twitch. Maybe five years since I've actively watched a live streamer on a, even a semi-regular basis. Um, but Twitch is Twitch is kind of an interesting platform. Um, obviously, their YouTube gaming is 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 popular. Has brought a bunch of people over. Uh, this website Kick, I think it's called, is is bringing some streamers over um as well so when and they've had a very interesting problem in the in recent years as uh internet entertainers how about that for a phrase brian um are have been we're using twitch and you know you had girls streaming in bikinis um sitting in bathtubs with spin wheels and walking to the back of their shot bending over and writing on a whiteboard uh, it, for all intents and purposes, softcore pornography on the platform. Uh, individuals yep. where people were streaming video games, their camera was 90% of the frame uh, face down on a low-cut V-neck shirt and the video game a tiny little box in the corner. Um, and, yeah. and Twitch has had to deal with this because it, if it, I mean, you look at websites like OnlyFans and all of these other websites, it very I mean, these people are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month selling this kind of content, which I'm all for. I, I'm a true free market capitalist, Brian. If you can sell yeah. your goods for the tune of a quarter million dollars a month, have at it. I'm not going to pay for it, but if other people want to, I, I'm all in. I mean, that, that, that's, what, that's what makes this so great. So Twitch, you know, didn't really have a policy on this because when they started as, you know, when they broke off from Justin TV back in what, 2010? 11 or 2012 wasn't really a popular thing and in recent years more of this adult content sexual or sexualized content has become an issue for them they for all intents and purposes pretty much outright banned it then something happened in the last week or two where they allowed it again and then banned it again what what what's what's going on here you you, what's what's the deal let's cover what they allowing it here's what they said when they allowed it and this was uh, on the 13th. So this was Wednesday. Um, so what they said is they will allow things that were previously banned, and we'll go over what those are uh, here in a minute, 
as long as it has a label to warn viewers. So the, they're calling that label a content classification label, CCL. An NSFW, uh, tag, essentially. Pretty much. Okay. And so they, they, they had some issues in the past. They talked about here, uh, you know, one streamer had a, malfa, mal, a wardrobe malfunction. And you know, they James warned that Jackson. one. Um, well, yeah, okay, so that one got banned. They had Pokimane who showed a Pornhub page. And so they warned her and didn't ban her. Of course. And then uh, they recently banned a female creator who appeared to be streaming topless. I don't, appeared to. I don't know what that means. Um, so the platform will now, uh, as of that day, will now uh, allow deliberately highlighted breasts, buttocks, or pelvic region if the stream has the label. While Twitch launched in June as a way for creators to warn users if their stream contains sexual themes, gambling, vulgarity, and other mature content, the same goes for drawn, animated, or sculpted, fully exposed female presenting breasts. You like how they call it female presenting? They can't say women's breasts. They're presenting as females' breasts, Jesus. regardless of whether they're female or not, and or <laughs> genitals or buttocks, regardless of gender. I love that gender. term, buttocks. Have you, has anybody ever buttocks. referred to buttocks? <laughs> Move your buttocks. Exactly. Uh, along with body writing on female presenting, uh, they, they, the other how Verge has to use female presenting because you can't use female or male, female presenting breasts and or buttocks. So you can write on boobs and butts, but uh, it, as long as they're female, right? Body, why why can't you write on a, a guy's butt? I mean, does that make sense to you if you're a male presenting butt? Why can't you do that? I, I, I mean, Brian, not that gender, I'm asking for it. Gender is a social construct. I don't really know what it all means anymore. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's 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 pretty interesting. So here's one other thing. Twitch also won't take action against streams featuring erotic dances like strip teases if they have this label. And no longer uh, Twitch will no longer require a label for streams involving twerking, grinding, and pole dancing. So all valid forms of exercise. All valid forms of exercise. Oh yeah. And so um, yeah, th th so this is what they said. I mean there's some more to it, but that's generally what they said. Let's so uh, before so, we before we get into anything else, let's talk about why this is relevant. This is a massive money making marketplace for Twitch. Yes, they with with their changes that they made, they lost that entire market to 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 other services. I guess you'll you'll call them. I don't know that there was a website dedicated to females, not really video game streaming, but but streaming. Um, yeah, but they lost that marketplace, and it's a very lucrative marketplace. Again, you can look at. Some yeah. of what these these girls are making on various paywalled websites, whether it's Patreon or services like OnlyFans, and it is absurd, absurd amounts of money, Brian. And Twitch is sitting back here. This is a platform that is not as popular as it was five years ago. It is a platform that I would I don't know that on decline is the right phrase to use for it, but it's a platform that is not at its peak. And there's no well, I mean, they, okay. So they had here, here's a quick note on that. Sure. Twitch saw a 3% decrease in viewership just in November when people are generally going to be home more. Usually it's these time, this time of year that people are doing more Twitch. 
which probably gives you a little hint of why they made this policy change in the first place. They're starting to lose money. The, you know, the viewership is down. I bet you subs are down if they, you know, if we went and dug those stats up. And so this is where they're making their money at the moment. Uh, you know, these, these hot tub streams and some of these females that are doing this particular thing have replaced the doctor disrespects and their other ones that were their top earners of the day. Yeah, uh, there's no question about it. And and they're trying, as every other company is right now, trying to figure out what they need to do revenue-wise to keep their company afloat. We saw mm -hmm. that they laid off a whole bunch of people, just like the rest of the video game or, or, or video game surrounding industries earlier this year because of, of the economy and, the, and the, the pressures that are being felt there. Um, and they're trying to figure out how to capitalize on this market and bring some of this money back to their platform. Because turns out, Brian, just like Google, Twitch takes its uh, fair share of Twitch bits and subscriptions and, and donations, as they should, for providing a platform for free. So this is yeah. this is a very lucrative. I don't have evidence to back this up, but I'll say a growing marketplace, a, a popular marketplace where they can generate potentially millions of dollars a year, tens of millions of dollars a year, depending on how big some of these streamers are on the platform. So this is this is why this continues to come back and, and is a constant conversation. If this was a little yeah. group of individuals that wasn't making Twitch any money, this would have been said and done years ago. But it's such yeah. a moneymaker that they, uh, no pun intended, uh, that they that they have to figure out how to how to do a balancing act with this without turning into a cam girl site which already exists on the internet that i mean that's that's the that's the rock and the hard place that they're between how do we not become as just a straight up cam girl site yeah and this is this is what they're trying to figure out how do we allow this area that makes money without it going too far and what they found is and what we would, you know, if you asked us, it's going to go too far. When you open up the, the floodgates this much, uh, it, it's going to go too far. Now, do you want to hear what their response was two days later uh, when people started taking advantage of the new rules? 48 hours later, Brian, uh, you know, we spent yes. we spent uh, last week's show talking about how uh, 96 hours is enough for a video game to launch and then go away completely. Yeah. What did Twitch do in the matter of uh, 48 hours? So by Friday, they announced what they called a U-turn. Uh, <laughs> okay, and this okay, is great. where here, here's something that the CEO, Dan Clancy, said in a statement upon reflection. <laughs> we have decided that we went too far with this change. Ah, damn. Um, he's, you know, he said that some of the imagery that had been allowed under the new guidelines was met with community concern. You know, that's a nice way to say it. Moving forward, depictions of real or fictional nudity won't be allowed on Twitch, regardless of the medium. So they did a full stop on that. So back to square one. People, yeah, back to square one. Um, so last week, you know, they they... They had allowed all those things that we were talking about, uh, you know, the drawings, erotic dances, body riding. What's deliberately highlighted breasts? Like, is that, that would be the, probably those, that, those those cameras up top that's, that are just that's exactly the case where, yeah, where you essentially have just a, a camera shot of of a girl's low V neck. Yeah, that that's exactly the case. And here's what he says, you know, kind of talking about it. Digital depictions of nudity presents a unique challenge. Artificial intelligence <laughs> can be used to create realistic images 
and it can be hard to distinguish between digital art and photography. So there was just an outpouring of concern online from Twitch's art community about the volume of AI-generated nudes, which began to bombard Twitch's art category since the policy change. Because people could create an AI-generated person who, to the, to the naked eye, no pun intended, uh, uh, is, uh, is, is as realistic as you can get, but it's not a real person. Well, how do you know it's not a real person? How do you prove it's not a real person? How do you just prove that you're not doing straight up porn or, uh, you know, porn in some form on the platform? So the only exception remains incidental nudity that appears in mature rated games. So that's the exception they're leaving. Which, um, which is good. So if there's for like games like GTA. Yeah, so, yeah, because you may run across something to where, whoops, you know, <laughs> ran into the wrong place. Never know what's going to happen, or the, or the right place. I mean, who knows? Depends on what you're looking for. It, well, here's the interesting, interesting thing that he wrote. While I wish we had predicted this outcome, part of our <laughs> job is to make adjustments that serve the community. I apologize for the confusion that this update has caused. Uh, how could you have not predicted this? That's what I don't understand. I mean, I can, I can only imagine that this would happen. Allow, allow people to put. To focus on your boobs, pelvis, you know, whatever, or to have artistic. I mean, that's totally up to the uh, eye of the beholder. Artistic pornography, pretty much what they're offering. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's... again, <clears throat> this is, um, th th I, I, I feel bad for Twitch. Again, they are in such a such a rough position with this. I mean, how how do you you're losing your market share on this? And obviously, Twitch is a video game streaming website. I mean, that's yeah. what that's what they are, and that's that's what they've been. You know, it's it's kind of funny as and we talked about this a couple of years ago. Justin TV was a live streaming website. It was it was a full on just people live streaming anything and everything video games turned out were pretty popular to live stream so that's when a bunch of yep. people started streaming that they broke just justin tv off into twitch twitch was exploded they shut justin tv down then for a period of time it seemed like uh justin tv okay hold on a second hold on i need to get a uh i don't even know if i could I I don't even know if I can show this on Twitch, even though it's on their website. I just pulled up viewer discretion on this, Brian. I'm not going to get us banned on Twitch. I just opened yeah, up. Tell Twitch. my wife who's streaming this on our, our TV. Turn Jonathan's eyes. Yeah. So, yes. So I just went on Twitch. I, I'm logged into our account. I went to browse and I went to just chatting. And this is look at these thumbnails. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this and that's is, what it's. <laughs> This is this is what's going on on Twitch right now. Yeah. That's so did they much change the policy or not? Well, this girl look, is laying in a chair with with ties around her ass. Yeah, there we go. And the video game's not know. even I on mean, the screen. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought that you know who knows maybe they're seeing what they can get away with. You can still paint do body painting you can still twerk so those are allowed but none of those look like 
that's not what they look like. So I'm very curious. So what is this? What is? Okay, so this girl is streaming. She's playing Rust, maybe? But the only way you can see of the video game is because the camera angle shows her monitor. And the camera is fixated oh. on her buttocks, Brian, uh, to use the, oh, to use the, to use the proper angle. term. It is a very interesting angle, and that is, that is the view of the gameplay. Um, and that is what oh. she is. That is what, uh, she's apparently Russian by looking at the description of her channel. So that's what she's streaming. I mean, this is the new Twitch. This is, this is one reason I don't go and browse Twitch. I mean, it's, it's kind of turned into mostly this. Right? This, this lady is kind of what it's become. This lady is streaming completely nude with two black lines on her body. She's completely yeah. naked. Yeah. That's the new Twitch. Now, did she she censored herself, right? But is that how do you do that on the fly without having a malfunction? If she if she moved uh if she moved up half an inch you would see you'd see it all There's a problem right yeah yep this is pretty crazy my wife my wife my wife sends me a text she says like don't be getting too excited in there during this conversation these okay Cry face. I, I, I wish I could show this that this stuff is on the Twitch platform Brian I don't want to show like vulgar content on the show but this is I'm gonna show it real quick because this is what's going on on Twitch right now these two girls are completely naked. Streaming on Twitch, completely naked. Yeah, that's the new Twitch. Welcome to where Twitch is not about games anymore. This is I. This is I get. I assume this has been going on for quite some time. It shows how little I use Twitch. But good God, they have twelve thousand yeah. people yeah. watching right now. That's not a small channel. Yep. Well, they they're finding what sells. Well, and, and okay, and I'm looking at now looking at this, this channel, they are streaming also on some other website uncensored, but you have to pay for it. So that's actually a smart, uh, so that's directing. a really, that's a smart idea. That's a really, really so good idea. So they're directing them to a fully nude site. But they still have 13,000 people kind of, watching this. That's kind of what a lot of the, the hot tub streamers and all the, you know, whatever else streamers were doing is okay. they were streaming whatever and talking, but then they were encouraging people to go to other sites for what pictures only, only mean, fans. Yeah. Only fans type of stuff. I mean, that's what, how that originally started is they weren't expecting to do everything on Twitch. They were using it as a way to fish people out that weren't generally going to go to only fans or find them. Uh, you know, and so that's that's where this has turned. I mean, it, so I think this is kind of the downfall of Twitch, in my opinion. I, I, I this isn't going to go end anywhere well. It's just kind of degrading what the service is about, and it's going to end up being a place that people don't want their kids to go and visit anymore once they wake up to what's on here. Oh, and that's why I said this is such a tough position for Twitch because that that is exactly the case, and that's exactly yeah. what's going to happen. I mean, you you know, I don't you uh, I, the program is called what like Net Nanny or something like that, where you can block certain websites. And you say, oh well, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, children want to watch How do you, video game yeah. content on Twitch. Well, when you can, because you don't this... block Twitch. I mean, I can say to my kids, you're not going to OnlyFans, you're not going to you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that would be a realistic that kind of stuff. Yeah, but. 
you know, now it's a, all right, kids, you're not watching Twitch because they don't have parental controls, just like I complain about other well, applications they might. and systems. I don't I mean, know. Maybe if they do. Because you do have kids, to click but, that. You do have to click that button that says whatever that but warning. Look was. at how many stream stuff before they get banned. It's kind of it's kind of like Roblox. Roblox yeah, doesn't true. have good enough. You know, they they will throw stuff up on there. A bunch of kids will play it, and then you know, finally it'll get taken down. I don't want my kids to be exposed to it in the first place, and I don't want it to have to be something after the fact. Oh, but but we banned them. Well, yeah, but look at what my kid had access to up until that time because i, I mean you this... know, back in the day people would stream porn on there and get banned you know they would do all kinds of things but you know during that time you've you still got 12 year old kids jumping in there and seeing things they shouldn't there are do- i'm scrolling through the just just chatting category which is the second most watched right now twitch there are dozens of individuals streaming just like those two other girls we just looked at completely naked and with funneling the, with the... them to because they, they did reverse yeah, that not... policy about streaming on multiple platforms. They did. That was, that's what that kind was of opened this. Yeah. Yeah. That's what kind of opened up the door to this is, is before they could say, well, we're going to ban you because you're encouraging people to go to another service to watch. Okay, Brian. So you're king for the day. <clears throat> Let's, so let me ask you, how do you handle this if you're Twitch? It's a massive source of revenue for the company. Mm-hmm. You've got 13,000 people watching these two girls sit completely naked with black lines along their breast, breastesis and genitalia as the, uh, or buttocks as the uh, press release read. How do you handle this if you're Twitch? What do you, what do, you, what do, you do? Do you just, cut, you just right. cut the head off and say, we're done? No, no, all this stuff is banned? Twitch can send me money later, but what I would do <laughs> is I would create a sub-platform lounge.twitch.tv club. you know um champagne room whatever it is that you're champagne creating. room now uh, we're talking all right <laughs> yeah uh, something that you know indicates that this is an adults only area that you need to ha- be on the list for right and have a section where you're age verified on your account and so that just creating an account and clicking oh yeah i'm 18 doesn't get you to this section have something to where there is some sort of a verification system that then your your account is flagged as being able to go to this, you know, go to the uh, the special area. Do that, and then you can allow all kinds of things back there in the age-gated community. But right okay. now, it's not age-gated. I mean, look, look, at you can see all those things by not logging in. And you can, can watch you, a lot let, of these streams. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see what happens if I go in an incognito. So go to like, like a yeah, discrete window, yeah. private window, whatever. But okay, so and, while I'm doing this, though, let me throw this at you as a counterpoint. Brian, you can go to all of these. Uh, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I've never I don't pay for any of these subscriptions, but presumably you can go. You can go to all of these other websites where this content is available without all of the the hurdles without the age verification, everything else. If you're Twitch, if you make it such a barrier to entry, nobody is going to use it. So I mean that that's porn, what, that's what you're yeah. up against. But well, make, yeah, but if, but I'm but you can go to other websites people, and watch porn it's like, without it's like OnlyFans, right? People have to create a login to get into OnlyFans. They have to do all these things to be able to interact. I assume with with the artists or you know whatever you want to call them on on OnlyFans. So you're right. Um, I could just click start yeah. watching. Start watching, and then you have full access to. They don't require you to actually log in. So a kid, 
right now, even, you know, if his account says he's 13 and they say, oh, well, you can't go to this area. All right, well, I'll just log out and I'll go watch it anyways. Like, what are you actually preventing in that situation? That's where they have to turn around and, and come up with a way to where only people that maybe through driver's licenses, things like that, have right, done Nikki some Haley. sort of a, <laughs> but some sort of verification system. Um, that's one reason why Elon Musk has done this whole, you know, Twitch badge thing was to be able to gate some sections of the community to prevent bots from, from spamming and do a bunch of, of damage so that people, if they want to have maybe a vote that isn't skewed, only verified accounts can turn around and vote. You know, is someone going to make a million bots and pay a million dollars to be able to skew a, a poll on, on Twitter or X? No. But, you know, this creates something to where maybe even there's some sort of a payment to where it says, you know, 18 plus Twitch. And if a parent sees that on their credit card, um, you know, <laughs> they're going to be like, why is there uh, 18 plus Twitch uh, charge here? It's a processing error. Um, So as I'm doing research here on the fly, so these two girls that have 13,320 people watching right now, Mm -hmm. they in fact are not streaming on any, at least not that I can easily find, that they're streaming on another platform. So they are streaming seemingly right now exclusively on Twitch. I don't know if they're behind a paywall or something. There's nothing in the description or, or, or title to indicate that. Yeah. They're they're completely naked but they're completely covered up at the same time. And there's 13,000 yeah. people watching it and I'm watching the subscriber goal and the bit count and all of this stuff just skyrocketing right now. Yep. It sells. That's what I'm saying, create more of an environment uh to where that you can even come up with a better payment system that's not bits. Like if you want cuz there's women that make millions of dollars on this. Come up with a way uh, a better scr- subsystem, you know, challenge only fans. If you're going to make a different environment to do it. Now that would right? be an idea. Yeah. Create a now, system that's not based on what the video game, which is supposed to be like pennies from a tons of people. Uh, people want to have more custom, like feel like that this girl is talking to them as you know, some sort of a relationship. That seems to be what this girl's bio for. is your girlfriend. That's literally what the title of her yeah, description is. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they're going for. So create something. I mean, if you go to a strip club, that's what those women are trying to make you feel like that they're 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 interested in you. Like create that environment if that's what you're going for, for inside of Twitch. But if you're not, then quit allowing all this stuff and make it about video games. Like they 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 want to get really close to the line so they can get a little bit of that money. Oh, but can't go too far. Well, obviously it goes too far. I mean, look at look at what's on there. It's no longer a safe or a good environment for kids to come and watch people streaming video games. Okay, but it's but no but, longer but hold that. On. You need but to fix on. that. Let me challenge you on this. When when was Twitch ever a platform for children? Um, there were tons of kids going and watching people stream. Yeah, well, that's fine. Uh, I mean, kids play, kids play rated M video games. I don't know that Twitch has ever advertised itself as a child roblox is a different store that is a game that is literally marketed for children i don't know brian that that's fair to say that twitch is a platform 
that is that is for I children. Think, Are there kids that use it? Sure. But I don't think I, I mean, think there are a lot of people watching Fortnite streamers that were I'm all sure, underage. But, but even outside of the um, lewd content that we're discussing, Twitch is rampant with profanity. And I mean, it, yeah. it, that's that's part of it's almost the video game culture kind of thing. Right. Yelling mm -hmm. and screaming obscenities while you're playing a video game. Not that I've ever done that. Before. And a lot of parents will let that go. They'll say, all right, you know, whatever. Sure. Uh, but but, you know, this goes to a line that I think most parents can't reasonably say, we'll let this go. No, I don't think you could classify what we just watched. I mean, if I walk into the concert. room and, and my son, my oldest son is sitting here watching these ladies stream, there's going to, the computer will no longer be in his room. Right. I would say, I mean, Brian, is that is good situation. educational content. This is we're capital <laughs> uh, teaching about capitalism. Beware of these women. These are the type of women you need to, to be aware of. That's what we'd be teaching. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. Uh, so that is, that is what's, uh, that's what's going on with Twitch. They allowed it, disallowed it, and I, I mean, I didn't realize what was going on on the platform. Um, great marketing, though. I mean, I'll tell you, if your goal is to try and yeah. gain subscribers at your subscription-based OnlyFans, what a great way. Oh, look, there's my cat behind me hanging out. Um, <laughs> the, the great, great way to do it is to um, stream on Twitch naked with black boxes covering whatever and then pushing people to a subscription site to see more. I mean, that's a really, it's, it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we go. Um, USA of Zombies wanna, says, wanna... says uh, I told my wife she needs to play Valheim or Ark wearing a bikini. We could retire early. There you go. It's a, it's a, it's a valid... <laughs> I mean, that would be that tasteful on Twitch, to say the least, if she was clothed. I know. I mean, that, that would be I mean, very tasteful. Yeah, at least content. it's not black bars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got I got just uh, time for another one one quick story. All right. Well, I wanted to mention something really quick. So libs of TikTok, because they, they don't generally talk about video games and some of these tech things. But they did a post showing a video game that's on Steam that allows players to simulate being Hamas terrorists who kill yes. people of a certain ethnicity um, in the old city of Jerusalem while shout, shouting different things. Um, who cares? This is some. It, well, I mean, would they allow that? They wouldn't allow this if, let's say, they were calling for the genocide of people of, um, you know, the LGBTQIA plus whatever community. Uh, you they know, would freak out and immediately have a ban. I have done a little bit of a 180 on libs of TikTok in recent weeks. You know, <laughs> this Brian just doesn't bother me. I mean, there yeah. are there are not not that the, the the concept is 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 not. I'm not saying that that's that's a good thing or not. Steam is full of games that depict vile. I mean, look at any Call of Duty game. What are you doing? You're going through the Middle East and killing the old brown post, people. Even the old postal games. That, I mean, that's that all that people that's freaked all. out of. People freaked out about postal back in the day because I remember when they the term came up, you know, became a thing is when people who worked for the post office for some reason got flipped out and just started killing people. That's why they had. And then someone made a postal game where your goal was just to kill as many people as possible. Phenomenal game. I played. I played. Yeah, I played the game some. And, you know, this is a very similar thing. Now, they weren't calling for the genocide of specific races, people of, you know, whatever <laughs> protected classes religious things I, I get that but the but the general theme is still the same it's the mass execution of individuals what i find so funny yep. about libs libs of tiktok is this is a game that 
based on the trailer, it looks like it was generated in about eight minutes worth of game development time. Nobody yeah. knew about, nobody was talking about, and nobody had ever seen or heard. And then it was amplified through and the they libs gave of, them, yeah. yeah, the libs of t- the, the 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 chick that runs libs of TikTok with her, uh, you know, two point seven million followers thought it was a great idea to promote the game. And I'm sure its Steam charts have, uh, I'm sure its Steam charts have have exploded in regards to the, the purchases and sales of this game now, just because of that. What I mean, just it just seems ridiculous. This there are so many ridiculous, stupid games on Steam. I, I, I like this probably. I, I just I don't understand why they would why why they would even promote it, which is what she did. It just seems well, so yeah, stupid because I would have never heard of it. Outside no, of course of this. not. Now, Nobody would have. Now, out, outside of libs of TikTok, my argument would be: if you're going to allow this, then allow anything, regardless of you, you have it to be where you can fill in the blank on genocide of, you know, not that they're those are in comments. People are saying that, but let's say your goal is to kill, and then you fill in the blank. You know, why are you limiting anybody if you're going to allow this on Steam? You know, no, not not libs of TikTok, but Steam. If you're going to ban one word, what doesn't matter what that word is when you fill in the blank, why are you banning one and not the other? Well, I don't know that they are. And I think, you know, it's pretty funny as I'm scrolling through the comments uh, of, of this libs of TikTok tweet, I'm seeing some conservative, pretty big conservative names that are saying, you know, go play a game like Call of Duty. You go on a mass rampage shooting civilians at an airport. That's Modern Warfare 2. I played that as a probably an 11 year old. <laughs> Assassin's yep. Creed Valhalla. Uh, the a player is a Viking mass murdering Christians. That game is available on on Steam and is and is a popular one. It just seems to be a really weird stay in your lane. And in this case, this yeah. just this is you know. So what are we? We're going back to the old adage: violence and video games, kind of thing. I mean, it just seems stupid. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it at well, all. And I think I, it's ridiculous. It's this exa- I mean, yeah, you know, this me. same kind of snowflake crap that the libs of TikTok account was founded on. If you don't yeah. like the game, if you think it's tasteless, which it is, then don't freaking buy it. Yeah. It's just, it's, well, it's, just, I, it's I, it seems ridiculous. I'm more of a, you know, I'm a libertarian. So for me, as long as you're not harming somebody, I believe that you should be able to do whatever you want. And this is not actually harming anybody. No, it's not. If you, if you were then encouraging people to go do this in real life, that's another thing. But it's not. Um, but but it's not. I mean, look at how many times you know you have video games where you're going and killing people, Middle Easterners, all the t- you know, every Call of Duty game reason. that's ever existed. Yeah, and so you know, I I think that for me, being a libertarian requires you to have thick skin, and this is one of those areas where, you know, there's the opposite side of the fence. If one side can do it, the other side can do it. That's why for some things, I don't tend to believe or think that people should think a certain way. But you know what? I think that they should have the right to do it. Yeah. Because if they don't have the right to do it, I don't have the right to do it, and I want to be able to ha- maintain my freedom. And this is, this is right in that area. So, all right, all right, Brian, we'll keep an eye on all of it. Um, where can folks find you online? Well, if you want to find me, you can find me at Voice Computer on X, or you can find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter, Truth Social, wherever else. You can go to my blog, biteoftech.com, or you can go to our website, infectionpodcast.com. Just make sure you go to the upper right-hand side and join our server on Discord. Uh, maybe you want to go play one of our 11 arc servers that are currently running. You're more than welcome to do that there. Uh, or if you want to submit 
a topic that you think we should cover on the, uh, a future show, just go toss that in the show news channel, and then we'll review that before the live show. Or if you want to just talk politics or hang out, uh, it's a good way to get a hold of us. If you want to watch the live show, you can do that through Twitch or YouTube or watch the upload after the fact on Rumble. Uh, or you can listen to the upload after the fact on any of the lower right-hand side. There's lots of different uh, systems and ways and uh, platforms to listen to us. Pick whatever one's your, your favorite, and then you can go to our particular episode, Show Notes. And on there, we have a video and audio player built right into that page and links for everything that we discussed during the show. So maybe you want to go doing, do a little more digging for yourself, verify what we said. Some Twitch watch content. Video, yeah. Go, go uh, see what Nick's uh, checking out on Twitch. Yeah, I go hey. check out the show notes and that'll, <laughs> that'll all be there. Uh, of course, if you, uh, if you want to support us, there's a support menu option up top or you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Brian, it's called research, and it's something I have to do yeah. for my job. So I appreciate you not demeaning <laughs> yeah. me in my profession. Um, Brian, Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, Merry Christmas you to all of our uh, all of our listeners. We are off next week, and uh, we'll be back the uh, the first week of January. So uh, hopefully, you have a Merry Christmas, enjoy it, and uh, we'll chat with you guys in a couple of weeks. You can uh, check me out uh, at on Twitter x at Nicholas M Craig, and as Brian mentioned, of course, visit our website infectionpodcast.com ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for uh, joining us on this uh, program it's uh, greatly appreciated hopefully you have a, a merry christmas a happy new year and we will chat with you coming up in 2024 that's going to do it have a great week everybody we'll see you next time bye-bye <laughs>